watch finally. we're actually recording this is amazing oh, oh, no, literally Oh, finally. <laughs> so um today's topic is friendship mm-hmm. yeah yes yeah mm-hmm. um so basically i was just wondering what like what does somebody have to be to you for you to consider them a friend because i've been mm-hmm. seeing a lot of stuff on the tl about um people saying like normalize using the word acquaintance and stuff like yeah. that like not everybody yeah. is a friend to you stuff like that um so yeah basically what is what does someone have to be to you for you to consider them a friend hmm. um I agree with that I do feel like not everyone is like should get that sort of label as a friend because I feel like a friend is a big thing it's mm-hmm. not just someone that you know, I feel like you don't need to speak to a friend every day for them, for the, you to know that they're your friend. Yeah, I feel like it's when really you're in bad situations or you feel like you mm. need support or you just need comfort in certain situations. And you know that mm. if you were to speak to that person, that particular person, they would mm. make you feel better or they'll give you advice, not even mm. advice that you want to hear, critical advice that will push mm. you further <clears throat> or they'll encourage yeah. you. Not someone that mm. just tells you what you want to hear as well. That one. Yeah, that one is true. serious. True. Yeah. I feel like you've literally like... Oh, said sorry. <laughs> no, it's cool. No, I feel like to add on, I feel like I really um, love like honest friends as mm. well. Like, um, I really value like friends that will kind of tell you as it is because I feel like you know when you see um, friends especially like when they don't look nice and the friend will be like oh yeah like you look great and fake, stuff like fake, that fake, and fake, it's just fake. like yeah oh, no. <laughs> literally <laughs> we and, hate to see it I know <laughs> and you know when like you look at pictures of you from like a year ago and you're thinking why didn't you you know why didn't you tell exactly. me that I was looking bad like but, the yeah, same person um, went out with you and your face and your hands were not matching but it's well <laughs> it's actually oh it is well though no. yeah so I feel like just friends are honest you know I don't know like also friends that will kind of like defend you as well like in your absence I think I heard someone say that before and that's very true I feel like it shows that you're a true friend if someone kind of saying something about you and you're you have the courage to be like oh no that's my friend Mm -hmm. you know but um yeah Yeah, that's my thing um I would say it's somebody who's kind of like in tune with me in a way like it doesn't necessarily I don't look for people who are necessarily have the same interests actually no I do I kind of do um I like it when people have the same mm-hmm. interests as me but um mm-hmm. I like people that really value like integrity and honesty and like recognize things about people like um you guys kind of know me sometimes I can be very oblivious but like recently I've noticed <laughs> <Sometimes>. that <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah like recently <laughs> I've noticed that um I notice things in people like people can say one thing and from that I know that you're like this 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 is this and it's very mm. mad um that I'm becoming that observant so I I like people who have that same vibe obviously people who are on fire for God um obviously not not every single friend I have um is a Christian but obviously like that's a good trait um mm. to have um I don't I don't know I just I just like people who value relationship and who care about other people like those are two main things that I'd say I like so for someone to be my friend and, and obviously they've earned my trust as well that's a yeah thing. oh um, yeah trust is a big thing yeah yeah so I think yeah. my criteria for a friend is not like 
it's more it's more like the big big deep things it's not like do you like the same music as me do you like this do you like that yeah, 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 yeah. No. like the morals and stuff exactly like if you have um like completely opposite morals i actually don't know how you're supposed to get along yeah it's true <laughs> it's yeah true. so like for you guys what is more important um the quality of your friendship with somebody or the like the quantity in terms of like the length of time that you've known them which one is more important? Mm-hmm. to be honest my like long-term friends isn't the people that I've known for literally like 10 years plus um I don't talk to them every day like I could literally go without talking to them for months but we I feel like we're just we've gotten that relationship where it's like I don't need to talk to you but when we do speak it's like nothing, nothing has ever yeah. happened kind of mm-hmm. thing yeah. so in that sense I would say kind of the quantity of my maybe just personally the quantity of my relationships they've always kind of been good quality anyway so that's why I um I value how long we've been friends because then I feel like we're just more comfortable with each other however though especially going to uni and like meeting so many people and meeting Mm -hmm. people that literally like I've known for what like five months and I already know like I'm gonna know you for the rest of my life like that's it but then I don't know if I'm being naive because you know like secondary school like you're with your friends yeah Yeah, we're gonna be friends for life yeah and then it just doesn't work so we'll yeah. see, Shaq. But I do definitely believe in like quantity over, not quantity, Mm-mm. quality. Quality, mm-hmm. yeah, over quantity. Over quantity. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm the same. Um, I have like a lot of friends from school, so I've known them for a while. I feel like as well, like with uni, some people mm. that I've met in uni, it's as if I've known them for years. Yeah, we've only been in uni for like a year do you get what I mean mm, but I do yeah. feel like quality is very important you can't have a friendship that's dead but then you're saying yeah. oh but well, I've known them for five years yeah it works yeah. I feel like quality is very important. yeah so um for me I definitely have to say quality because I'm thinking of the amount of friendships I've made like you guys said um in uni like even even going back to secondary school and I was there for what seven year seven to year 13 I was there for a good amount of time there were people mm-hmm. that I was speaking to every day and as soon as we weren't in school anymore the friendship well, faded yeah, exactly yeah. and it wasn't even that like I was cutting them off or they were cutting me off it's just like they realized once we're not seeing each other every day once we don't have a reason to exactly. are we really going out of our way to see each other and if the yeah. answer was no I feel like that happens a lot that happens a lot oh sorry I was just saying um situational friendships like I feel that's like that's such a real thing mm-hmm. honestly yeah and it's okay to get on with loads of people as long as you know who your people people are and who they aren't um and also I'd say for me like there are people who I've made friends with in the last what so since April like in the last month or so and Mm -hmm. it's just Mm. it's just um it's it's just amazing to think that like you know there are people that I've only known for three months and they're I'm closer to them than some people that I've known for years um, yeah, no, honestly. It's so like, for me, it's sorry. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just quality over everything for me. You could click and then mm. it's done. But yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Chantal. Yeah, like what you were saying about um, wait, Chizzy, what did you say? Situational, situational um, friendships. Yeah, situational, yeah, situational friendships. Situational. Like in some cases, it's not even like you've fallen out or um, anything's really happened. It's just sort of a thing where we've either grown or now, you know, time time has passed and you guys don't even yeah. have anything in common anymore and it's just like mm. that going to school to that school was actually the main thing you had in common and you don't deep that yeah. up when you leave 
And no, honestly. It's crazy. I feel like it's the si- it, Yeah. It's a situation. Yeah. You're in. No, for sure. Um, I forgot what I was gonna ask. It was literally just in my head of it. I was so focused on what you guys were saying. But um obviously, like in terms of even how we see God, like, do you see God as like a friend? Or do you see him as more? Because I would say just for my personal thing, I don't know, I find it hard to identify God as a friend because I guess I've brought up seeing him as so holy and mm. so like this is a father. I'd say I probably regard God as a friend, maybe Jesus. I mean, not yeah. God as a father and maybe Jesus as like a friend. But even still, it feels weird to be like, oh, Jesus is my boy. Like, I just can't <laughs> yeah. see him as like that. I, I have to see him as someone like, well, he is above me, but something more superior. But I yeah. don't know if that's the right way to kind of see it. No, I agree with you. I actually agree with you. I feel like just the way we've been taught about God from early, like from when we were younger, he's always mm. like God's always been seen as very powerful and yeah just a teacher more like a teacher or even a leader than Mm. a friend but the the older I get now I see him more as like a someone I can confine in so I guess yeah yeah sort of like a friend I'm starting to see him more like a friend now yeah yeah definitely um it's been really weird for me like um my relationship with God because obviously like Jizzy said um it's a very um, African thing to kind of like see God as, you know, big and mighty and powerful. Mm. And even when we pray, like the words we use and things like that and all the different names for God and Jehovah Jireh and, and these kind of things. Mm. And I think mm. that <laughs> I think that it's very important to um, uplift God. And I think it's very important to recognise him like as somebody is like high and holy. But I was thinking about the Lord's Prayer and actually a preach they had in church um, where they're basically saying like, it, like our father who is in heaven hallowed be thy name he's a father he's someone who's personal to us but at the same time he's someone mm. who should be hallowed and respected so mm. for me like I've struggled with it because I was just like who is this god like yeah I, I've all I've had a relationship with him but I'm just like this is a it, it, god was more like an abstract to me than actually something mm. I could physically like relate to but um, I'm learning to see him more as a friend. Like there are times I'll just like wake up in the morning and I'll be in the shower and I'll just be like, oh, like, hey God, thanks for waking me up this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be on my bed and I'll be like, oh, so you know, like that thing I was struggling with, you know. Yeah. I was just trying to uh, going to say that um, the my friend that I was actually talking to because we were kind of talking about just how different people see like their relationship with God mm-hmm. and um, obviously God is seen like as a father and you've got to think like with um, as a normal father the way that they treat every single kid will be different mm-hmm. and the relationship with every single kid would be different like the way my dad treats my sister is different to how he treats me yeah mm-hmm. so it's like our view of the same dad will probably be different Mm -hmm. so some people will see God as a friend some people will see God as a father like I think it's all just different uh like ideas of how we see God but it all they all matter kind of in a way because he has so many like Mm -hmm. characteristics you can't even limit God like he's everything and more than what we could imagine so yeah yeah that that was making me think like um, even though you're saying like God is a friend, God is a father, there's like God as a helper, God is all loving. Mm. Like he actually is so he has so many different personalities that it's mm. for you to kind of limit him as one thing is Yeah. 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 And even true. if you think um all our friendships are different as well. Like you're saying, yeah. like, a, a, a friendship is a relationship. So mm. yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. It's good. 
Like guys, obviously now we've spoken about friendship, but what do you guys think about this whole cut them off? Like if someone does you dirty, cut them off like, immediately. Mm. Do you think it's right? I'm, How do you feel? I just think sometimes Twitter is too fast. Like they yeah, just sorry. they're just so quick to run and to be like, yeah, this, 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 this. If you're um, you know, nine to five Twitter and this Twitter and that Twitter and that like, they're just, they're just um, and people oh. see Twitter as Bible. Like, they actually see Twitter as, like... Yeah. Uh, can you imagine? Can like, you're you living your life according to social media. Mm. No, honestly, honestly, I feel like the whole cut them off um, thing is actually quite dangerous and toxic because sometimes friends make mistakes. Sometimes what has happened is not that deep. And then you realise later on in the line that you've actually lost quite a good friend just because you mm. were so quick to cut them Legit. off and yeah. do you know it reminded me of of this podcast that I was listening to and they were saying that like friends they're so easy to cut off their other friends but when it comes to their man they'll be like oh mm-hmm. no nah, but he didn't mean it mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly I feel like sometimes well not all girls please but some mm-hmm. girls they make more excuses for like people that they're talking to than their actual friends, friends exactly and, and yeah. I'd expect would you not expect that you'd hold your friends to a higher standard because you know exactly what, what they're on and stuff like that but no literally i feel like the only thing that i'd say towards supporting cutting people off mm-hmm. i don't know if it, if i would say it in that phrase but it's like obviously you know you need to um protect yourself and you need yeah. to protect like mm-hmm. you know your environment around you and stuff and there are people that have been in my life that i had to stop and think nah they're not really doing anything for me and it wasn't a thing where i started an argument and cut them off or i like told them it was kind of like you just slowly distance yourself because mm. you're like you know and especially if you're trying to grow your relationship with god there are just some people that you know are just pulling you down that you just gotta yeah. you don't even need to maybe cut them off but just you know distance, distance yourself. Yeah. yourself and eventually yeah. they'll be cut off yeah, mm. yeah. something yeah. even happens naturally if you and the other mm. person are not clicking like that you'll just yeah you might just fall away um no. but yeah with what um she's said about like guarding your heart um, it reminds me of that verse in Proverbs, I think it's 423, which basically said, like, mm. guard your heart. Um, mm. And it, 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 it literally just says guard your heart. Um, mm. And I literally think that means, like, the the <clears throat> relationships that you have with people in your life is so important. Like, mm. if you think, like, God's disciples were, sorry, Jesus' disciples were chosen. Like, they were mm. actually chosen. It's so important who you spend your time with you can't just be you know be hanging around with anybody this part, like yeah you know it even says like bad company ruins good morals somewhere in the bible like mm. you can't you can't be doing anything um anyhow but i think at the same time there are also so many verses on wisdom and like chickens don't walk with eagles and you know don't oh wow there's, there's a lot there's a lot like especially proverbs proverbs and proverbs has a lot of um, advice on friendship and wisdom and stuff like that um yeah so i think when it comes to friendships and cutting people off there's a level of like discernment like having discernment spirit and just knowing like okay like as you said is this person doing anything for my life and it doesn't mean that you have to see every single friendship as like a business transaction like you know nah, has, for have real. they done this for me at this like yeah yeah. if you're doing tallies and friendships it gets very long because you're not you're just doing it to just get things out of it you should you know should have friendship and companionship because that's what you want you like exactly and have grace and joy as well exactly exactly this is what this is literally like the way god treats us the way jesus treats us is the way we should be treating other people Mm. and i think there's an element of you know second chances like where it says 
forgive 77 times 7. But like I said, forgive 77 times 7 does not cross out guard your heart. Just because, you know, you're coming and somebody's done something bad, you either you forgive because you have to, we're called to forgive. But mm. whether you decide whether you keep them in your life or not is up to you, whether yeah. you believe they're still good or they're not. But I think this whole approach of cut them off, like straight, they do anything, it's so bad. Mm, that means like you just cut off anybody who made a mistake. And if I cut off everybody who made a mistake, <laughs> I would also be cut off as well. I'd exactly. cut myself off. Yeah. Um, so what do you guys think of the whole um this phrase? To be honest, I know it's a popular phrase, but I really only know it from the J. Cole song. You know the fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice. Yeah. Oh, blame on you. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. it doesn't say that. I just get it from that J. Cole song. But um yeah, what's your opinion on that? Because to be honest, I don't know. I feel like if you do do me wrong and it's like I've told you and we've had a conversation you said you're sorry and you're gonna change Mm -hmm. and then you now come and do it again I do feel like that is an issue Mm. thousand because because I feel like not to stretch it but I do feel like it is a lack of respect because it's like Mm. I've especially if I've told you and I've spoken to you and I've said like I don't like when you do this and then you now come and do it again because they've totally disregarded what you said Mm -hmm. yeah literally it makes you feel like you didn't listen um Me, as a forgetful person, I'll say there's two sides to it. Because there are times that I've had friends come and say, I don't like this, and I'll do it again. And it's because I've forgotten. Even though maybe you don't see it as too big, like, try, you know? I think I think mm. there's two sides of it. I think it can be situational. But I think for the most part, like, your peace and your peace of mind comes first. Mm-hmm. So if the person continues, 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 yeah, I understand. There's it's a, not period. Yeah. <laughs> it's not period, Paul. But yeah, <laughs> Shankas. Um, yeah, I think I honestly feel like, for example, Simone, you said that you're a forgetful person. I feel like it's the responsibility as a friend, though, in mm-hmm. some situations to remember that because to that yeah. person it is that deep that's why they've spoken mm-hmm. to you about it mm-hmm. so then for them to actually come forward to tell you about it it must have been something that really bothered them so then for mm-hmm. it to happen again that's really gonna obviously anger the person upset mm-hmm. the person and if it's something that continuously keeps on happening and happening it's like oh like I'm wasting my time why am I mm-hmm. why do I have to keep telling you the same thing for you to mm-hmm. and then for you to apologize and then for it to happen again Mm-hmm. And if I didn't speak, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's that's why that's why, why I also said there's the responsibility yeah. of the person who keeps forgetting because you're the other person's not going to see it that way. Yeah, yeah. They're, probably, they're not going to be like, oh, they're forgetful. They'll be like, okay, it's literally. important. Man. <laughs> like you're so... meant to remember. So <laughs> literally, yeah. How do you um deal with a loss of a friendship though? Like if you have had, you know, um a loss. Yeah, basically what I said. <laughs> Um, how do you deal with it because some people are like they actually like and what's it not relationship heartbreak friendship heartbreak like people see it as like a real thing mm. like you have breakup symptoms but I don't think I've ever had that personally yeah I've never experienced it but I can imagine myself being like sad so it depends mm. it definitely depends how close you were to that person the circumstances of what happened mm. um yeah yeah definitely um I've kind of had an example of it I don't remember how I felt but my friendship heartbreak was I was friends with this girl at like the beginning of secondary school um and we fell out quite badly and all I like remember from it is having to adjust 
to like hanging out with different people and obviously like the way we treated each other was almost like the complete opposite so Mm. I just feel like you know that it was hard but I got over it Mm -hmm. and I just feel like um I don't know I just feel like it's not for me it wasn't that deep anyway but I feel like for some of the friendships I've made recently um Mm -hmm. if I was to like break out of those it would get it would get very tight um have you ever shot your um friendship shot because like I don't know if I've ever actually no that's a lie I have done it especially I think when I um was at uni I went to church and like Mm. I saw so many people that were kind of like me and stuff by talking to them like I tried to shoot my friendship shot but you know when you do that oh let's hang out like let's meet up and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um but yeah have you guys ever done it um it chizzy knows because it's the same church that we went to yes I'm outgoing yes I'm extroverted but I don't like making new friends oh in my head 100% yeah in my head I'm like I've got people my people are my people what's the problem but um yeah like if Chizzy hadn't gone around making friends with new people I would have been like okay like literally I, I, like, I dragged you every Sunday yeah like I would yeah. you know after church when they're like oh come and mingle I'm like yeah mingle. I might I might mingle what's going on there like, I'm so dead <laughs> like what am I doing this is not take me out this is not love island I came to praise God and go home but obviously it is pressure though it's yeah. serious pressure yeah. Yeah, especially because some girls can be well, boys and girls, but mostly girls can be a bit like standoffish. Stand look at you, yeah. They're looking at what you're wearing. They're looking at whatever. Mm-hmm. I I don't really experience that in church, but you know there are probably people like that. And mm-hmm. it's like you don't know how they're gonna address you until um like you speak to them. So that's why I feel like most of the time when I'm trying to make friends, I'll give them a compliment first. You know, like mm-hmm. break the ice a bit. Like, oh, my hair's really nice. <laughs> no, like, I do it all the time. Out. But yeah, yeah, it works. It works. Yeah, um, it's just scary for me. And it's so mad because, like, I think a lot of the friends... In fact, yeah, you guys will know, a lot of the friends I've made, I've made over social media. And that's why it's been so calm. Because I haven't had to meet them in real life. And then when I've actually seen them, I've, like, we've had conversations for ages. Like, even mm. with my new friends, have been socials, so... Like, you can skip that initial awkward stage like that. The, exactly, mm. the whole fear of meeting and all of that. Like, if you guys remember Freshers Week... Oh! Gosh. Girl, I was like, nervous. As in, I was like, who am I talking to? Especially when I was coming to uni and I was like, I don't know any of these people. Like one person I knew at the mm. That's it. That's scary. And it's like scary. freshers especially, just even the way, like in our accommodation, the way we mm. all everyone was just like trying like to figure out who they want to stick with, yeah. all this, all that. Yeah. And it's so different yeah. to now. Like now, yeah, literally. Like, I feel like first year I must have spoken to like all of the girls in our everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and that's even funny. Like, yeah, socials is just—it's just the way to make friends. I can't even—I actually cannot even count the number of people that I've met over socials. Like, it's just—it's—it's mm. it's the easier way for me personally. I prefer it, um, mm-hmm. and I don't mean like when some when someone DMs you on Twitter and has been like, oh, can we be friends? No. Oh, please. You yeah. know, I'm not really into that. Or yeah, maybe, she's got know, a weird day. Exactly, exactly. If we're on the disclaimer, TL, we're disclaimer. both retweeting and, you know, <laughs> disclaimer. Yeah, and we're both like retweeting the same stuff or we happen to have mutuals and we're interacting and we make friends that way. Okay, cool. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, I think I've only yeah. made one friend from Twitter. I think I've only made one because I feel like I saw her like retweeting 
my stuff and comments. So I was doing the same back and forth. And I think there was one thing. Do you know, actually, I haven't even ever said this. Um, I don't know if she'll ever listen to this. So I guess I can say it. So basically, <laughs> um, it was during the whole time about um, the sexual assault thing on the um, the TL. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was this girl that obviously, like I said, we kind of interacted before, like really small. And then I just felt like in my spirit to just message her and just say like, to kind of pray for her mm-hmm. I can't believe I never told you guys this and then um so I messaged her and I was like because I knew she was a Christian because that's what we would retweet each other's mm-hmm. tweets all about Christianity and I'd be like oh like I know I don't know you but like God's just t- like, telling me to tell you that like I just hope you're okay because it just seemed like from her tweets as well that um like what was going on with the whole thing like it was affecting her mm-hmm. and she was like oh my god like literally that's exactly like how I was feeling wow. like thank you so much like I hope everything's okay with you and honestly I was just like whoa because I never do that because I'm always like that's weird like why yeah. am I doing that? That is, yeah. um, literally and I probably will never do it again because I was so scared but yeah yeah. it's yeah. crazy that you didn't even know her because I've experienced that with a friend but I can't even imagine and even that I felt nervous like even then telling her that mm. I felt like God is talking to me and wants me to tell you yeah. something so I can't even imagine with a stranger yeah, yeah. Mm. that's actually so funny because it's making me deep um I felt like God called me to do that once with one of my friends and this is one of my like I think I have like maybe I don't know I can count the number of friends I have on one hand who aren't Christian and she was one mm. of the friends who wasn't Christian and I told her she was like oh thank you and I was just like mm. huh? yeah but like yeah. this is this one thing I was saying on this whole topic of like shooting your friendship shot I just thought of it, it was like sometimes God is gonna call you to shoot your friendship shot yeah when it's uncomfortable but it's the whole thing of like disobedient let's say like you God asks you to do something he asks you to speak to someone and you don't mm. it's it's like it's not good on you because you've disobeyed God and also like you don't know how you could have impacted that person's life yeah so sometimes true. it's just like get over the fear of it and just just do it just mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. what if it says go into the world and you know no. gospel make friends be fishers of men them kind of things there all right but, you know, sorry okay, sorry okay. <laughs> please it's just it's just coming to my head <laughs> so um yeah yeah I just think I just think we should, I say we, I'm definitely speaking to myself. Um, yeah. We should be more um, open and willing to approach people because we don't know how mm-hmm. we could be impacting their lives. But, okay, so guys, what do we think about toxic friendships? Like, how do you guys deal with friendships that have become toxic? What counts as being toxic to you? Yeah, toxic. Sorry, that's <laughs> Um, for me like a toxic friendship or relationship I will say like from personal experience is that like when you're kind of giving and giving and giving and the person's taking and you're not really getting anything back like some people think like a toxic relationship has to be mentally abusive and like a very like blatant way or like emotionally abusive or da 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 it could be small small things like that because something as small as that somebody using you could like grow into something a lot worse and they mm, could start using yeah. you in, like in more extreme ways so for me it's stuff as small as that and I just say that because I see myself as a giver I don't know if other people see me that way but I see myself as a giver so if someone's just taking 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 that's a sign for me that you know that's they're a little bit toxic yeah literally mm. like a friend that uh well someone that um may always come to you for 
advice or like lay out things that have happened to them but they're not willing to maybe listen to you and what's going on mm. in your life yeah. and mm. things that you may be going through or even not even negative oh. things maybe even positive things like you're doing well maybe mm. you're um you know starting a business they're just no important. literally what you um I think what you said earlier about uh like when you have a problem and they kind of say their own problems instead of helping you. Yeah. Honestly, it reminded me of like this friend that I used to have. And literally like, obviously we weren't that close, but we were getting close. And it was a thing where it's like, I would tell her about like whatever I was going through. It didn't even have to be deep. It could have just been like, oh, I'm tired. And for some some way, somehow they just make it about them. They'll be like, oh no, well, I haven't slept in three days. Or if you're like, oh, mm. like I felt really sad. They'd be like, oh no, but I've been sad since blah, blah, blah. Wow. And it's like, I'm asking you to help me. I'm yeah. asking you to advise me. And I get that maybe you're trying to, because there's a difference between you're trying to just like be relatable and like tell me that you know you know what I'm going through and then mm. it turns into a competition it's like who has the worst exactly. life and who has the Honestly. better life it's like competitive yeah friends that one-up you on everything so annoying imagine telling yeah. somebody like I don't know like I broke my leg last week and I'll be like well when I was younger I broke my leg my nose my arm no literally like, some, sometimes it's not literally there's a time for everything. The Bible says there's a time for everything. Sometimes it's yeah. not your time. Like, just sit no. on no, Because people real. will come. And it's like, like exactly what Ichizi said, if you're not there to basically try and sympathise and, like, put yourself in the person's boots, you're just there doing one-up competition. And I think that's mm. the last thing the person wants to hear. Like, they don't mm. want to hear you trying to fight about how your trauma is worse than theirs or your no, heart is worse than exactly. theirs. So you know, then it makes you feel insignificant and your experiences mm-hmm. like just don't don't matter. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, exactly. Exactly. Uh, English. Wow. <laughs> exactly. I was trying to say exactly, especially yeah. when you've gone to the person for comfort and are presiding mm. and they're providing the exact opposite thing. It's just like yeah. 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 No, honestly, it's, it's the worst. Yeah. And yeah, and also just kind of what you were saying about like um being supportive and like if I have something good to say or something good's happened to me and it's like you know you can tell this person isn't really that happy mm, yeah which I, I'm lucky and blessed enough that I've never really had if I if any any friendships like that but I can imagine how you know um draining that is yeah yeah, but, yeah I also think it's as small as people who overreact and people who guilt trip you as well like as much as it sounds like an overreact is just like oh this person might be sensitive I've actually deeped it from being in friendships you can't do anything like having to walk on eggshells around somebody is the worst mm-hmm. not the one mm-hmm. like I shouldn't have mm-hmm. to feel like you know every single thing I do this is this like that 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 I, it's just yeah no I get you it gets, it gets very long and also like it's like how do you have a conversation with the person because I know a lot of people have always been like oh um no one should ever be able to tell you how you feel. No one should ever be able to tell you that you're da 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 But for me, that kind of promotes the idea that even if you, even if you're in the wrong, even if you've acted out of place, nobody can come and tell you, you're, like, nobody can come and G-check you. you are, yeah, yeah you dealt with it wrong. Yeah, I don't think it's right. Like, sometimes mm. it's not that your feelings are invalid, but your reaction was inappropriate. And that's yeah. just the reality mm. of it. Oh, and I feel that's like, a nice way of saying it. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like if... um if somebody can't tell you that and they don't feel comfortable telling you that, maybe you're not compatible. Like for some people, it is they're too sensitive. Some people can't handle feedback. Some people genuinely have experiences in life that make them feel things more. But, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I feel like um, people that are sensitive, I think as long as you're willing to be corrected, because I feel like for me, I don't think I'm as sensitive anymore, but I definitely was at some point quite a sensitive friend in the sense that like, I don't know, it's just a lot of things got to me in it. But like, I've grown, hopefully. But um, I think being able to kind of be willing to be corrected as well, because sometimes I would have like a disagreement with my friend and the friend will say, you know, like, obviously I apologize for what I've done, but I felt like your reaction was this, this and that. Mm -hmm. And I've been able to sit and take and be like, you know what, I could have reacted it in a better way. Um, And I think it's definitely something that like I've been able to like um, get a hold of. But yeah, I feel like if you do have a trait that you know that you have, as long as you're willing um, to kind of listen to people's critique and, you know, I think there is a verse about like being correct, like Christians should be able to correct each other. Mm. Um, yeah. Like rebuke yeah. or something like that. Or yeah. taking, taking the correction. Yeah. So yeah, just um, being able to like, uh, I can't speak either. Being able to just like take correction and um, apply it to your life. But speaking of kind of just taking correction, um, do you think you are a toxic friend? Do you think, you know, you've got some traits? Yeah. <laughs> a bit. Um, um, I mean, like I was saying to you guys before, I think everybody's a little bit toxic because none of us yeah. are perfect. Like nobody's without sin, literally. So mm. um, I think, yeah, everybody is a little bit toxic, but I think the big thing to do is for you to um, identify those traits mm-hmm. and do something about them. And by doing something about them, like, it could be like, okay, I know that um, I overreact. So purposely kind of like taking yourself down a level or removing yourself from situations where you feel like you are about to overreact mm-hmm. or like, um, I don't know, some people can't see these things for themselves. So like ask mm-hmm. God to reveal it to you and mm-hmm. also ask God to give you a receptive heart because there's no point in God telling you, okay, I can't lie, you're disrespectful when you speak to people. And then you're like, but no, I'm not. So yeah. there's no point. You have to have a heart that can receive what other people are telling you, like their correction, God's correction, um, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And I've personally that identified a few things about myself very recently. Yeah, I would say, um, yeah, I agree with you. Everyone is a little bit, just a little bit toxic. I feel like sometimes, especially, I feel like I'm better now, but I don't always take criticism that well like I never used Mm. to not even just in friendships like even this could even be my mom telling Mm. me oh this wasn't right what you did wasn't right and I'll be like no 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 it was it was it was in my head I'll just be thinking no you're just oversensitive no you're just this you're just that but then sometimes I need to sit down and just think actually maybe that wasn't right Mm. and I need to yeah just that ability to like humble yourself to accept correction mm. is painful yeah. like even I feel like I've I've improved on it it's still like especially when you also didn't even know that you were moving that way and then someone exactly. said you know what right honestly to be able to literally just sit and like just take it honestly it's like yeah yeah literally yeah, like humility is definitely um it's not easy no, it's that's, all. that's all but that's growing pains man mm. yeah, that's growing pains it's part it literally those going through those hard times is only leading you to do better and be better. So mm-hmm. it hurts. But when I think about some of those times and things that have happened, I'm just like, you know what? When remember when that thing happened? You didn't like it. So yeah. don't, don't do that work, don't do that thing again. Or like apply it to a different relationship in your life. 
Yeah, for mm. sure, definitely. Um, for someone that may be in a toxic friendship right now, how would you advise them to cut that off? What would you say? Um, I feel like when people are in toxic friendships um, or relationships, um, you are there because you don't know how to get yourself out. So I feel like having a support system of people around you who you know you can trust, who aren't toxic, um, is a very good idea. Um, yeah, I think that's a very good idea because, like, I feel like if you can get yourself out of it by yourself, you trying to do that by yourself by yourself is long. Um, I also think, obviously, if you have a relationship with God, you use that mm-hmm. to your advantage. How many times have people come and said, God, please, if this person is toxic, remove them from my life, remove them from my life. Mm, Some people go sign. and do the same thing and ignore yeah. them. But, you know, at least ask God for the signs ask him to say please if this person is wrong or what should I do about this relationship you know not necessarily oh god should I cut them off or Mm -hmm. just in general what god what should I do um I also feel like try and have a talk with that person sometimes their heart will be receptive enough for them to like hear and take what you have to say about them Mm -hmm. sometimes it won't be but that's up to you to be the judge of the situation and decide am I going to try and talk it out with this person or am I going to just slowly weigh myself off or am I just going to Sometimes you do need to just cut it off quick. Sometimes yeah. that's what happens. But again, it depends on your situation. You just have to be the judge. But my main advice is don't do it alone because you are in that thing with just you and that person. If you want to get mm. out, seek help. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Okay. I think um, going back to what you said about um, the signs and like asking God for signs, make sure mm-hmm. you you listen to those signs because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you're yeah. asking for a sign. <laughs> you know that no. meme of... Um, that girl from Arthur, what's her name? What do you mean? Oh, no. DW. You know that? Yeah, DW. Oh, You're just I like, I can't because I can't, can't read. read. No, literally. Oh, it's such a big is... listen when you're dead vibe. No, no for real. You're dead. When you're dead. It's literally like, oh, it happens to be two weeks high. But ah, I've even lost my train of thought. But basically, I was just saying, yeah, for toxic um, friendships, I would say, yeah, like slowly kind of distance yourself because I feel like also when you distance yourself you kind of realize also what is going on because you might not even mm. be aware what is going on because mm. for me when I was in a toxic friendship it wasn't until I literally had to sit down and be like they keep doing this and I keep making excuses for what they're doing and it's like I'm not even realizing that I'm letting them get away with it every time even when I correct them they're still doing the same thing mm. so when I just started to distance myself from the person I I noticed that um I don't know. You just feel so much freer. Mm. You just feel so much um, better. And what you were saying, like talking to other people, seeking God about it. And it's, <clears throat> it's not easy. It's painful because that is a friend. Like we, yeah. especially for some people to regard someone as a friend, like that, that took everything for you. Cause some people, they give their all in friendships. So it is painful, but once you are out of it, honestly, it's like the most, it's like a relationship. Like if you're in a toxic sure. relationship, I'm sure yeah. it's super freeing once you're out of it. But, um, yeah. Like, I agree yeah. with both of you. Definitely pray and also distance yourself away from the situation because you do normally see clearer. And also, I feel like you have to deep how, like, how do you honestly, how does that person honestly make you feel? Do they make mm. you feel happy or do they make you feel like, like crap every day? Mm. Um, yeah. Do they genuinely yeah. bring a light to your life or they just do they just put you down? Things like that. And when you really deep it, and even hopefully not all of your relationships are toxic, in this way, like compare, how does this friend make you feel compared to this one? And realize mm. that maybe there's honestly something wrong with the friendship you have of that 
individual yeah. and it just needs yeah. to end. Yeah. For sure, man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's true. What, what, what was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, don't leave me. Don't leave me. Take me with you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're gonna end with a little segment that we'll be repeating each week called Today's Truth. Mm. And our truth for today will be greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friend, which is from John chapter 15, verse 13. Thank yeah. you for listening, yeah. guys. Thank you guys. Um, we really hope you enjoyed today's Enjoy episode. Yeah. yeah.